0: did humankind originate? Why are the continents separated by vast distances but with similar ancient architecture? Have we always been multiracial? Why do so many cultures share an ancient flood myth with some of these myths sharing similar plots and characters? I'll take a swing at it. And keep in mind, I'm immune to scoff, I'm immune to scientific rebuke, Because I'm not even saying that this is what I believe happened. I'm just saying here's a theory. Okay, what are some things which I firmly believe? I believe that we surely do not know anything like the entire history of humankind, and that we have lost entire civilizations, eons, from the history of humanity. Believing that we know the entire history of this planet or of civilization is colossally arrogant I believe that if we could remove the sand from the Sahara or the foliage from the Amazon, we would be stunned by our findings, which would indicate massive ancient civilizations. I believe that at various times in deep history, the collective knowledge of mankind has been destroyed. We know for sure that it happened once. I'm referring to the library at Alexandria I have always believed that there is at least one lost mathematical form which likely explains the construction of the pyramids and possibly of the great megalithic sites of South America. I now realize that there is quite likely a lost mathematical form which was once used in creating ancient Egyptian statuary. Around the world, various cultures sculpted colossal heads from stone and or built many megalithic structures with giant stones weighing hundreds or thousands of tons. There was a megalithic age, okay? A civilization, which we have lost, built these things. Around the world lie a great many ancient animal carcasses, these particular carcasses being of extinct animals at elevations far higher than any at which those animals could have lived. This is sort of accepted to be the result of the geological phenomenon known as heave. I generally agree. These animals and their environments were elevated as mountains rose. Okay. However, having not seen these sites, I must wonder if the animals may have been carried in ejecta, following an impact, and blasted to these great heights. All right. I wonder if there is scree and debris in these areas, and if the corpses are smashed. One would think, okay, one would think the bodies would have been destroyed, right? But, hey, the carcasses are up there. There are many places in the world where you can see architecture which defies accurate aging. The architectural remnants in these places share strange similarities. In Bolivia, there is a site which we know as Puma Punku this site is at 13,000 feet in altitude and littered with ancient stonework that really really does defy conventional explanation the intricate carving is almost um almost upsetting to contemplate <laughs> within pumapunku is a square courtyard uh set into the walls of this courtyard are carvings of many different human faces, right? That these faces are not all from the same race slash culture is apparent. So, either all of these people wandered through Pumapunku and for some reason someone captured their likenesses, or sculptors from Pumapunku went out to these different places with the intent of capturing a representation of each race and or culture. Now, I don't know how much those base stones would have weighed, carrying them around-wise. And what if them got broken or a sculptor botched the job, right? So a better theory regarding outbound study, of course, is that people from Puma Punku were appointed to go forth throughout the land and draw the faces of all of the different types of people they encountered. Hmm. Doesn't that make sense? Many people believe that long, long before recorded history, there was a global, quote, builder civilization. Okay, well, I'm going to suggest that there was at least one massive civilization before recorded history, but that it was not global. It was centralized. I do believe it covered much of the world's land. It's my theory about the land which causes me to use the word centralized. Whether this civilization was or was not actually about building, it did build. It built prolifically and wondrously. On various continents are represented in stone relief, beings handing bags to other beings, like basically a little handbag. There is typically one being handing a bag to another. Sometimes a being is just holding the bag out as though presenting it to nobody. Now, I use the word being due to the fact that in many cases, it's, humans aren't depicted. The most well-known images of beings with bags are, of course, those of the Anunnaki, uh, bird-headed super-beings in some cases, uh, in some cases, no bird-head, right? Uh, humanoids who may or may not, according to certain legends, have created humankind, right? Take a look at Sumerian and Assyrian art. Now... Similar images exist on other continents as well, so what was in the bag, right? My guess is that it was the same thing every time. I also theorize that the bag translated from the megalithic Egyptian society to the dynastic Egyptian society in the form of the Ankh. Okay, there are so many images of people passing the Ankh or holding it out for nobody but people used the term Ankh in their names or were given names including the term, right? So if we could really translate the word and the meaning of the handbag in an accurate fashion, perhaps we would have a match. If I could pick two things to know before dying, right? I would pick everything about the Giza Plateau and what's in the bag, all right. And hey, if you ever visit Giza, keep this in mind. There are white stones littered around the plateau. To the best of my observation, they're most available near the period, uh, the pyramid rather, of Mencaria, which clearly bear rotary tool marks. These little white stones just everywhere. They're just around. You can pick them up and examine them. Oh, and <laughs> just indulge me here. You do realize that people who say the ancient Egyptians who made all of those wonders with copper chisels made those wonders that way for thousands of years, right? There's thousands of years worth of stuff. They say that people used crude copper tools to fashion all of the stuff. Ergo, these people used crude copper tools for thousands of years. And again, you can go see for yourself. These white stone fragments are covered in rotary tool marks. I don't know why nobody talks about them unless, you know, I'm off course here and maybe they were stripped in relatively modern times and cut up, okay? The pyramids feature megalithic stonework with nubs, which appears to consist of rock that was once vitrified or to be coated with rock which was vitrified. And of course, as you probably know, There is copious architecture of this type in South America. Enormous, nubbed, stone blocks that appear to have been vitrified or coated in vitrified rock. They're present in the temples at Giza as well. Okay, There's megalithic architecture in Peru. There's megalithic architecture in Bolivia. There's megalithic architecture in Egypt. There's megalithic architecture in Japan. There are those giant uh, megalithic statues of Ryan Stiles on Easter Island, right? What accounts for that? I realized that any unifying theory had to reasonably incorporate a great flood myth and a very significant period of rain, right? Because, I mean, come on, there was a great flood. That we assume there was only one is much more interesting than our assumption that such activity ever occurred. I realized that my different ideas were converging into one theme, and that this theme led in a certain direction. I used the Socratic method to analyze my theories and the theme, everything held up. I used a few other analytical methods to look at my theory and the theme, everything held up. So I applied Occam's razor to my theory, and Occam's razor produced what one would have to consider the culmination of the directional theme associated with my theory. But if my theory is correct, the implications are staggering. So of course I wanted to verify that I was applying Occam's razor correctly. I was quite concerned that I might be twisting or perverting it in some way, uh, possibly unconsciously in an effort to support my own ideas. So I ran the theory by some friends from different disciplines. A psychologist, a software engineer, a doctor, a monk, a tennis player, a guitar-playing high school student who came here from the 80s in a time machine. Um, anyway, look, I, doesn't, I chose reliable consultants, okay? Each of them assured me that this was not only a correct application of Occam's razor, but an ideal application and that the implications were staggering. Okay, so let's get down to it. Why are there sphinxes around the world? Why does the handbag appear in the art of ancient Sumeria, New Zealand, and Central America? Among other places, why is megalithic architecture with nubs scattered around the world and referred to in some cases now and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago by local people as being beyond ancient or from before time? Why are there colossal heads around the world? Why does so much of the work appear to have been done with machines? It's because Pangaea was real, it was populated for a very long time, and people wandered it. And why do all of these ancient artifacts, or rather, why is there so much copious evidence amongst these ancient artifacts, showing what appears to be significant blast damage. Because something slammed into Pangaea, breaking it into the continents, or because Pangaea exploded. Thus, the flood myths of the world. Many of you have seen people use globes to illustrate the way in which the continents, if pushed together, would sort of fit like puzzle pieces, right? But again, I'm not saying this is what happened. I'm just saying this is a theory. And perhaps people were aware of the impending disaster. People who had, for example, to pursue one possible avenue, seen comets or meteorites impact the Earth before, or had maybe been exposed to ancestral tales about such things. I don't know if I can say that this seems likely... But given the ancient maps of which we're aware, and I mean maps of the solar system, it seems possible. This could very well explain the intentional burial of Gobekli Tepe if that place was around at the time of impact, if there was an impact. I suspect we will certainly uncover other cities which the inhabitants intentionally buried during that same age. What makes more sense? The idea that people without technology of any kind sailed the globe in fantastical feats of nautical expertise, from continent to continent, obtaining and passing knowledge along the way, keeping themselves alive and their boats in repair, with the recorded knowledge surviving the nautical passages, and that some very complicated natural disaster affected all of these places, destroying many of them and almost all of the life in each of them, Or the idea that there was once one very large and advanced place which people traveled on foot and by beast of burden before inventing the boat and the wheel, which they then used to quicken and expand their travels, and that there would be many people from any given town, village, or population in some other populations at any given time, and that one simple but massive disaster broke this place apart. So let's say my theory is correct. Pangaea was multiracial. The ethnic features of the inhabitants varied, okay? I don't know if it was always this way, but I think that at one time, Pangaea supported numerous races and or ethnicities. You know where I think we can see the ancient faces of these people? In the walls of that courtyard at Puma Punku. And I think that at Gobekli Tepe, we see images of animals with which these people were familiar that were extinct eons before living memory. I see no reason for which anyone should perceive this theory as offensive or argumentative toward any given religion. I do, of course, see some room for scientists and geologists to be a little dismissive or argumentative. But again, the actual ancient world may not have looked anything like the ancient world which I've just described. This is just a theory.